Welcome to The Elegance of Nay. I'm your host, Nay, and on this podcast, we'll be talking about a variety of topics with amazing stories. Let's get into it, shall we? Hey guys, before we begin the show, we just want to give a quick shout out to TC's Art Gallery. That is T as in Tom, C as in Cat, S as in Sam, Art Gallery. They do amazing social media advertisement, local design, website design, and they even help with social media management. Check them out today at TC's Art Gallery, LLC.square.site. All right, let's start the show. I'm your host, Nay, and today we have the lovely Socially Christy in the building. What it do, what it do, what it do. <laughs> How are you doing today? Pretty good. Better now. Better now. Great. I'm doing a podcast, though. <laughs> but how are you uh, mentally and physically today? Mentally. Good. Physically. I think good. I take the bus instead of riding a bike, but I'm going to ride the bike some part today, so okay. I say good. I'm hydrated. Right. You gotta stay hydrated, right? You do. So, let's get into it. How were you growing up, like, in the younger stages? I mean, like, as a person or, like, like, what I do now in comparison to what I do now? But, well, let's exclude from what you do now. Like, actually growing up. Oh, I was crazy. I was a crazy, rambunctious kid. I was always into something, always outside, always in trouble, Mm -hmm. but also always at a library. It's the weirdest thing ever. I feel it. So, uh, where were you from? Like, where are you from, Detroit? Born and raised. Born and raised. Yep, born and raised. Seven Mile Woodward. All right. Okay. So, growing up into a kid, into going into your teenage years, how were you as a teenager? Like, what were you getting Worse. into? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I don't have a good relationship with my mom, so I feel like I was literally looking for, um, literally looking for, I don't know, like, compassion, and I just ended up being just really rambunctious, like, bad, like, mm-hmm. Expelled out of high, like expelled out of a high school. But then it was funny because I had like a three point eight. <laughs> so it's like I was super, always super smart, but like just bad. Mm-hmm. I was outspoken. Nobody could tell me nothing. Oh um, yeah. Okay. It was fun though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change it though. That's good. So pretty much, you was very adventurous. Pretty mm-hmm. much. I was a savage. <laughs> savage. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was Classic bougie. What? Literally, I was like, I was, I was like, I look back sometimes like. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so going into your from your teenage years to your adulthood, what have you seen change within yourself over time? Um, probably the birth of my daughter and just like having, you know, an actual why. Like, I think when we in like 18, 19, 20s, whatever, like I got to travel, I was married, all of that. Like that was fun. Cause you know, it's still, you know, a, another goal. Maybe I'll give you maybe blah, blah. But it wasn't until I had my daughter and I'm just like, wow. It really is a why because you can't just like do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, travel, I can't just pick up and go whenever. Thank God, you know, with her. But you know, for the average person, you can. Um, but you know, really just knowing your why, like it's crazy. I like literally in college, I was like, oh man, I went so hard. Now it's like my last like seven years. I'm like, nah, now I'm so hard. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. Like I would say that has changed. And then being able to like you know be on this podcast or just in general and being like, yeah, I was bad. Because if you would ask me then, I'd be like, what? They're right. like, man, what? I'm like, I'm like amazing. They're like, no, <laughs> what? So now, like, you know, having that like hindsight, like, yeah, and also knowing like, 
loving my daughter so that she doesn't try to show, you know, like the aggression or anything in another life like I did. But yeah, it's crazy when you look back. You like, like come again? Like what was I doing? Oh right. my god! Ain't nobody run me over the bus? Oh, it's, I'm gonna think I'm like. <laughs> Where thank you back like uh, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, I met a girl last year. Um, oh, that's why I be on the podcast, well. Um, <laughs> and she remembered me, and she just was like, "Oh my god, in college, you were so much fun." Blah blah blah. You know, sorry, you know, at the end of the year, blah blah. I got so weird, but she thought it was her that was weird, but it, it was me that got weird because she, um, she didn't realize that I saw her being. Like mistreat somebody with Down syndrome, and unfortunately, like she knows the story now. But I literally found her dog and sold her dog. Yep. Well. Mm-hmm. All right. Mhm. So like stuff like that, just like I'm literally 35, and I'm like, what? How you gonna take some? Like I like in my brain at the time, it was like this is justified because you. I mean, when I say, not like ha ha ha, you got like no, like I'm. I would be shocked if that didn't take him out the game or some kind of like you know mentally crush him forever and i just thought what i was doing was good and even though she still was you know a turd um i was still like oh my god you took him out the because now i'm older and i realize although i still think it's weird people some pets some of their pets are like they kids yeah and so i'm just like they oh they're probably like a loss in her family mm. but i was like nope you don't deserve that dog mm. so yeah <laughs> legit i was like you don't deserve that dog so growing up, what schools were you um, were you in? Like, what where did you attend? Um, so elementary was Marshall, Marshall, and something. Then we got on to Cranbrook, and then we went back to like a what is it? Uh, like a charter, um, mm-hmm. Western Tech. Okay. And I wonder if you go in the middle. That's the weird part. We don't remember where you go to school. But yeah, that's that's where, and then I end up, you know, then I graduate, and then I go to Michigan. Okay. And when you attended, um, now you say you went to Michigan, Michigan State? No, no, Michigan. Oh, mm-hmm. University. Mm-hmm. Okay. Michigan State is Michigan State. Michigan right. is Michigan. Okay, we gotta, we gotta separate the two. Go Gotta separate two. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> so what did you uh, attend college for? I got my bachelor's in social work. Okay. Yep. And what made you want to pursue that? Because I love people. I love helping people. Um, By the grace of God, I've been, you know, I didn't hear the word no until 16. I don't know what it's like to, you know, not have food. I don't know. I honestly don't know what it's like not to have the newest, the newest sneakers. You know, I, you know, I just don't know that. And I feel like some, you know, some people go through hardships and usually it's monetary, mental, whatever. But for me, I just wasn't, you know, my narrative. And I just remember being so confused. And I don't know if you was the same when you were younger where, you know, you, it, I might not have, a, you know, newest, but it was just like, you know, I definitely got a coat. I got shoes, you know, I'm a 16 car. Right. And I just was like, I remember seeing people, especially, you know, Wilbur area, mm-hmm. seeing people like kids mm-hmm. be winner. And, you know, Detroit winners is, is not to be played with. Yeah. With like sandals. And I'm just like, I don't think they wanted that to be, you know, I'm, <laughs> maybe you, like when I was younger, I did used to be like, you know, dress myself for sandals. But you wouldn't see me walking. I would see people, you know, in the car, my dad and my mom, my grandma. And I'm just like, what? And then I, because I was bad. Mm-hmm. 11? 11, we were eighth grade. Are we eighth grade and eleven? Or are we thirteen and fifth grade? Well, I was eleven, so maybe sixth grade. Um, I remember. I mean, I definitely could probably say I was a spoiled brat, so I got whatever I wanted, which is weird because now I look back like, man, he's bad. But I remember. I forgot what I said, but I just was like, um, it was something horrible. It was like something odd or something, like not horrible, but something odd. My dad was just like, you, you want me getting nothing for Christmas? And I was like, like what? Because <laughs> I don't even understand what that is. <laughs> and then I remember he was like, um, you need to humble yourself. You need to humble yourself. 
So I had to go to the soup kitchen. And for most of you, like, it, it, it was the core. I, I knew I loved community when I didn't think of you. Hmm. I was like, wow. Wow. Or like, the, I wanted more information on stories. And I was like, well, how are you just, or like, um, you know, oftentimes we see people and we like, we know their story. Mm-hmm. Me, I've always been like a part of the debate team, um, ooh, ooh, excuse me, debate team, different things like that, um, communication, you know, in high school, whatever. And I remember I was like, well, how did you get here? Because I never preconceived a story. And I remember one guy, I'll never forget Fred, you know, somebody would look at him and be like, oh, you know, he probably was on drugs, blah, blah, blah. But he was on drugs, but he was on drugs because literally he was in automotive. His wife passed away. Yeah. She was really, really sick. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he fought hard enough for them not to be too much debt. You know, the average person, when your wife gets sick, if you got good insurance or not, you get a lot of, you know, debt. Yeah. Not a lot of debt. So he did well. But he didn't realize until she passed how much she held the family of the kids. Mm-hmm. So then he said he just started getting into his work more. The kids started resenting him. But unfortunately, you know, however, you know, Thursday was Thursday, Wednesday was Tuesday. I don't know, but he said, you know. He started doing, you know, cocaine. Cocaine got too expensive. Yeah. So he said in the city, you know, he started using crack. And I just was thinking, well, and it's just like interesting because he was like, yeah, so now I've been in this program for six months. They feed me, blah, blah, blah. And he said, for me, I help them inside of here so I don't leave because that was like my his therapy. Now, we still talk to a friend. I mean, this man is back to heavy six figures. He works in a consulting aspect of business, but sometimes people just need, sometimes people fall and it might be falling lower than what we are expecting but yeah. it's just like that's that person's story but you you I, n- I never counted him out so i mean mm. from here on out like even with my daughter we take her to different like um soup kitchens we'll do different stuff where she'll make uh, peanut butter sandwiches lately we have stopped doing that because i've been finding out she's been biting some of the sandwiches and then yeah but we just do that just because it's like you know nobody is better than anybody like yeah i mean honestly with the way eggs is twelve dollars we are one paycheck a dream and a sneeze away from you know, yeah. being afraid. So. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, and I get that. And honestly, with encountering yourself with the community, it's a big aspect, too, because you you never know. I try my best, like, after I already told myself, like, when I get to that point for myself, mm-hmm. I'm going to, like, during the winters, bring, like, thermal blankets out here to people yep. that's out here that really needs it, yep. bring out food and stuff like that, because I've always been a very helpful person when it comes to people that need it more than me. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm at my last dollar, I still give it to somebody else, because it's like, they still need it more than me because yep. I still have a home for those. Yeah, people. home and car, yeah. you know, or people that you can ask. They might not have nobody. You might be that last person yeah. who's gonna get them on that bus that's gonna get to a shelter in time. Because we also know that the way they they buy so much property, they kicking out. That's the first you know group of people they gonna kick out. Yeah. I mean, look at Midtown. Midtown used to have NSO. Now it's an empty building that Dan Gilbert bought, and he's doing nothing with. And all these people just now just sitting on the grass because they have no building facility. Yeah, yeah. And it's really and it's messed up to see that. And we try to. I love seeing people that actually are genuine about helping others oh, yeah. rather than just doing it for the camera or doing it for social media. Because you can tell the difference. Yeah, and that's weird. And it's so weird. It's so like, weird. Why would you want to get up and go, oh, I want to go and record helping others today, but don't really mean it. Or they'll pretend that they're giving it and then try to take it back. Yeah, or they like, oh, yeah, I give $1,000, but you really just wrap like a hundred, two hundreds, but underneath it is like paper. It's just... To me, it's odd. Like, I've yeah. been in places where they film it only because, like, that's the community and they want to use it as a recap. Yeah. But, yeah, when them individual people are like, hey, I'm like, why, why? Now, I do like the new things where they're, like, going to people and seeing, will someone help them? Yeah. And then giving them, I like that because that does show you, like. If they actually do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just show you, like, the people. And, unfortunately, like, our village is broken. It's, yeah. it's very much, but, yeah, it's definitely interesting. But, yeah, yeah. that's me as a, a kid and college and all of that. It's kind of interesting.
So I do have a question because you are a mother. Am I? <laughs> I was a mighty mama. So let's talk a little bit more on motherhood. So from when you first became a mother up until now, what has been a very different change, like huge changes within yourself from when you first became a mom up until now? Do you feel like you're still learning as a mother or do you feel like you're like you got the hang of it, you're you're getting it? I feel like if you ever meet anybody, and I know you, you know your mom is still here, whatever you ask her. If you ask any mom and they say they got this on lock, run. <laughs> run as fast as you can. Um, I don't feel like I'll ever have it on lock because every day is ever changing. One, my daughter's on the spectrum. Two, we live downtown. We live in Motor City without a, without a motor, without a car. Well, I shouldn't say a motor no more because my bike is electric. But, you know, without a motor, you know. Um, but my story is interesting because of 11 years of marriage, we found out uh, we actually had a vow renewal in February. We I found out I was pregnant in January with a due date of July. Did not know I was pregnant. Did not want to be pregnant. By March, I had gone to, like, all the major adoption agencies because I just knew once I had her, she had to be gone. Um, no kind of connection. A year after I had her, I attempted suicide. Um, so that's how, like, my social journey started with, like, advocacy because I attempted because I didn't see any information, especially with black women. And so I thought I was crazy. I remember people was like, oh, I was like, y'all, I'm feeling so weird, blah, 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 blah. Either people told me it was baby blues or they told me because I was black and I had the ability to stay home and not go to work, that it just was me being frantic. And I honestly believe that because, you know, our minds always into like, what's next, what's next, what's next. And I was like, oh my God, I always feel like this. And then I had in my mind wanted to start grad school. So I started that, did a whole month and a half. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I have, I've never, and I know this is like, this is a shameless plug. I've never had less than a 3.8. Wow. Oh. I mean, I didn't have above a 2.1. Mm -hmm. So to me, it was just like, this baby didn't take everything from whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I just, yeah. you know, whatever. But based off of that, tonight, oh, we we the ride to do the shooter. We get paid to do content. Just because I'm so transparent. Like, look, like one of my videos is literally like, like half a million. He's like, welcome to the day in the life of a Detroit mom who everywhere but her house and clearly has no budget. I definitely should have a budget. But it's just like, I always am somewhere. But, and it's just so crazy. The regular place, like the cakes and bakes, my daughter loves, they cinnamon rolls, et cetera. And then, you know, she go to the YMCA. And it's just like, I want my content to inspire moms. Like, whatever it is you want to do, we can do it. Um, and then also, you know, inspire moms. Because some people are like, I'm going to say hi, mom. And again, stuff is so expensive. And I'm just like, you know, maybe you won't have the scale of business as me, but you might have something where you have one client where you like, you enjoy creating content on social media, you can create content for them. Yeah. And that might be $600. That's extra six. You know what? You know whatever. But I definitely have grown because. You know, I got past the, I don't want to be, I, I'll be what my mom was to me and, and, you know, embrace motherhood. And now, like, again, we go everywhere. I just recently decided I'm on homeschool. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, do how many, we did it for two years before, but go back to it. And I'm just like, you know, some people do it out of like, I have to. Mine's just like, we explore, we go to the wives, you know, we go to, um, like, we went to New York for 24 hours to go to all these museums. So I just think, I think my daughter has brought me back to like that fun childhood I had and I'm able to take her along for the ride. Thank yeah. you. Cause you know, if I had a, you know, a restaurant job, a corporate job, I mean, that'd be a little hard, but yeah. you know, fighting for my dream. It's shout out break time. We want to give a quick shout out to our lovely Socially Chrissy. She provides video creation, editing, and social media management services to boost your brand and business through creative video content. Check her website out at sociallychrissy.com and follow her at sociallychrissy. All of her information will be down below in the description or in our bio. Hey 
Hey guys, we want to take a quick little break just to do a quick shout out to TC's Art Gallery. That is T as in Tom, C as in Cat, S as in Sam Art Gallery. They do custom art, custom jewelry, and custom photos. They also help with your logo, updating your website, or if you need a website, and they help with social media advertisement or social media management. If you don't feel like dealing with your social media at all, contact TC's Art Gallery today. That is T as in Tom, C as in Cat, S as in Sam, Art Gallery. And also check out their website at tcsartgalleryllc.square.site. All right, back to the show. Because becoming her mom, I'm realizing, like, I can do anything. I Like, you know, before I was like, you know, we, you know, you're young, so you might be like, oh, I can't. man. I'd be like, no, I can't. And I'd be looking at her like, <laughs> Somehow I got you $62 asparagus, vanilla ice cream, and some popcorn. So I think I can figure it out. So I think that's our motherhood from beginning to end. Like, it's it's a it's a, a roller coaster, but I do it again. I, I would not another kid. <laughs> right. I would, I would repeat say, I the roller coaster. Not, not an additional. Yeah, I don't even know if you can afford more than one kid. <laughs> okay. So going into more of your career, you talk more or elaborate more on that. What is it that you do? So I own a media company um, where I create visual, digital visuals for small businesses in order to tell their story and their mission through wow. the visuals. So that's what I do. When I was bad in high school, I also was the only person with a Nokia chirp because I was a tech person and an old school camcorder. I always like the, um, I always forget the name of the show, but one, oh, Wonder Years, where how like the intro was like them documented, whatever. I've always been a color person that like can be in color. Um, I see the beauty in black and white, but I'm like, nah. But literally, like, I would just do that in, like, school. It'd be like, um, you know, back then, editing was like, you really had to have money. So never really edited. You just never had to make the collages in them. But I was just, like, school gays. And then I remember when, like, Photoshop probably was accessible to everybody. And our schools got those little fat um, iMacs. And I would just be there for hours because, you know, editing took days mm -hmm. just to put school days in, like, the comic strip. So I don't know. I've always done video, too. So that's just always been my life. Ever since becoming a content creator, what has like what was your what was one of like your biggest challenges like going into like the the start of your career up until now that you like So my company started as a full production company. So I was the person who we have all the big old cameras and drones, whatever be at the Coachellas, the auto shows, the lot of whatever. Um it wasn't until COVID, obviously, when you know you get emails like obviously yeah. there's no um, you know, COVID is March. Coachella is April the 14th. So, yeah. hey, we're going to be doing an auto show. Auto show, that was that first year that they were going to bring it to spring, like the, the summer instead of being winter. So, I'm like, oh, I already contracted. Um, so, I always tell people my story is a little bit different because my daughter didn't, my daughter gave me extra drive, but not um, like transparency that I can do anything. I've been, I've always been very vocal, like whatever I want, I'm going to go after because what's the worst thing you can hear is no. Yeah. Um, so starting off, I will say it was a little bit easier than ever, you know, most people. And I have to be transparent about that. Because my now ex-husband worked for Fox Sports at the time. He, I think he was on year like 10 by the time I made it a business. So it was a little bit easier and I'm always on his games. So, you know, so people knew me. But like my first client was um, Tiger wanted a recap video. I mean, you know, people fought and sent pitches for the day. And I'm just yeah. like, what? They're like, yeah, we saw this video you did. Can you redo it? I'm like. <laughs> and I knew that I could make it a career when that video was took me. Took, I got a group of people, so I think it took us like six hours to shoot. 
maybe two hours for me to edit. And it was a 3000 check. And I was like, wow. Huh. I can do this. I can do And then, you know, it's something I love. So I would say in business, not as bad. I, I wouldn't complain. I, I would say where I am now is harder because I'm managing client social media accounts. And so now I'm at a, I'm at a crossroad of, do I want to continue to do that? Or do I want to do a, go back to the business where, not production, but what I call like contentpreneur, yeah. where I create the content, y'all should have to stretch. Right, so, so pretty much you make it, y'all figure it out. Yeah, and I'm like at a tier because I still love the strategy, but I think that strategy is probably the most expensive part of it. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, I'm learning, oh, small businesses, they might have a budget of like 500 to 800, especially if the video is going to convert. Mm-hmm. But to have like a consistent three or $4,000 a month, yeah, it doesn't work. And unfortunately, I don't, I'm not, corporate every day is not, you know, that's not the quote unquote, what they say, what's your target, right? That's not my, I want more small businesses, especially people of color, to be able to tell their story. Because I feel like a lot of the businesses we have are like amazing, but yeah, they are so busy working in their business that you know that we don't. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. So in the beginning, we mm-hmm. selected you selected daily routine. Mm-hmm. So can you elaborate more on your daily routine that you do on a day to day? Oh yeah, I'm playing games. If y'all follow me, I'm playing games routine. That's why I thought I was like. That's crazy. <laughs> um, so daily routine. One of the daily routines recently in the like last six months is I don't touch my phone the first hour of, it, of waking up. It, the only reason my phone is anywhere is because it's an alarm. Another part of my routine is that I used to put my phone in like somewhere else in a whole other room. But then I realized that um, I would just let that alarm go until it stops. So with me, you know, to still arms reach, but make sure you get out of bed. Once you get out, your hit your feet hit the floor. It's really hard instantly get back in the bed so mm. that and then i do no hour of actually not doing anything now sometimes i might feel like a day in the life but actual like social media email mm. nope um i journal set my intentions mm. um usually i plan like i planned yesterday but sometimes when you plan you might i don't think anybody's ever gonna be perfect you might write something like oh my god i did tell that girl i was gonna do that so i like go back add that to my to-do list make sure my to-do list is out you know, also reasonable. I think when I started as a mom, my two was the most astronomical I've ever seen. I was like, I think I'm about to get 62 things done. Oh, okay, y'all. So I just have like a top three. Um, so like this was top three. I'm like, okay, so I'll make sure like today was like podcast. I have to edit 45 videos. They all like short. I was like 45 videos and then I need to do groceries. So like, and then make sure like, you know, I time block out the task. Um, stretching is really big because I usually ride a bike around the city with a 45 pound kid. Um, yeah, so that's like my must-haves, and then eat. My one goal, like especially going into September, is um, at least five days out of the week, eat at the house. Stop going, getting coffee and breakfast every day, like yeah. I'm Al Capone and sell no drugs. Yeah, but I'm spending money, like I sell drugs, and you're like, it's okay, that little Coke delivery gonna, it's gonna bring it back. I ain't never touched no drugs. It's like, what am I spending? Where's this money coming from? I mean, I make exceptional money, but I'm not me. Um, but you know, now I have goals too, like um, I set a goal last quarter that, I want to move to a bigger place in December. I don't know how I think that's gonna happen if I keep spending four hundred fifty-two dollars a month in coffee. Yeah. Ain't no coffee. Well, I don't know my coffee, but you know, I, I can I can figure it out. So those are like the must have. Right. Now that we're going into homeschooling, it'll kind of change a little bit. So one of the things is like um, morning walks instead of bike rides, because you know we'll get cold. Morning walks and um, reading in the morning. I want to get back into. I used to be an avid reader. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like the only thing I read is captions on social media. Some of them don't even be English. I read those words. <laughs> literally i'm like Ugh. yeah those are like daily routine oh and water water's been my thing for like past like 60 days mm-hmm. what they don't tell you though you always gotta pay 
that's, I mean, drink more water. Just so you know, you also have to pee all the time. And I can't, you know, here, baby, but we can't put the computer in the bathroom. These nasty folks that like pee on my screen. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be fun. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> I totally get it. Well, that's lovely. I love it. You pretty much very productive, very um, strong on your planning mm -hmm. aspects and everything. And also, you um, chose a number between one and ten. I did in the beginning as well. You chose number one. Mm -hmm. So number one is if you can speak back to. Well, let me set their scene. If you were in the room. And you were in front of your younger self. What would you give advice to your younger self? Or what would you say to your younger self? No matter how you feel about how your mom treated you, she did the best she could with what she had. Don't let that be something that you walk through life with that allows you to derail in different things because that is your experience. That's so weird because my therapist just asked me on Thursday. That's why I was able to be like... She yeah, she like, you know, because we hit five years and she's like, you know, so either, you know, I stay with her and we, you know, lower it, the amount that we see her or she goes, but she goes in based off what you say. She literally asked me, she, but she said, if you were to walk past mm -hmm. your younger self, and I'm like, what? And I think that's one of the big ones. Like, you know, like the, even the attempt to, like, when I go back to the most pivotal things, things that I missed that people said no because my piss poor attitude. When I go back to, you know, unfortunately, I just always go back to, my mama didn't love me. And I'm just like, yeah, look at Tyler Perry. His, people was assaulting him. And, just, you know, like, yeah, we could, I could do so much like my mama this, my mama that. But my mama doesn't have to live my life. My mama didn't miss out on these opportunities. My mama happy with making her, like, $33,000. Mm -hmm. But if I want more, I have to go out more. Like, my, like you know, my daughter would homeschool me. Mm -hmm. if, I would, if I was still in that place, but, you know, even, true, even six years ago when I had her, yeah. I, would, I feel so bad for her at this age because, the old Chrissy would have been a parent who probably demoralized her and probably was like, or made sure everybody knew she was autistic. Like, people might just say, how are you? Yeah, she autistic. What? I was just trying to go back. But, oh, or, you know, like, let that yeah. be. Because I'd be like, oh, my, you know, I have to live through my kids, you know, just yeah. instead of me. People like, oh, my God, I hate eating. Or it's very, some people be like, I didn't know she was on spectrum. Like, oh, sorry, I didn't catch it. So just like, you know, it took a lot to realize, like, whether I believe, whether she knows or whatever, but maybe she did the best she could. Maybe, yeah. you know, maybe, you know, motherhood wasn't her thing. And maybe the message that God is trying to give her wasn't the mother. Maybe the motherhood part was like, just making me alive to 18, you know, and maybe her mission is something else. But I can't let her lack of her ability change the narrative of mine. Yeah. And so then, you know, that's what's changed about my daughter. Then my daughter loving her more and seeing her in autism is the most interesting thing ever because this girl is a cold-blooded genius. The memory, I wish I had memory like her. Yeah. Like, I literally told her, I was like, I'm going on a podcast. She's been gone for 11 days. She came back literally when you tapped me earlier, she came back. Like, I haven't even seen her. And then she said, Mommy, um, something, something about Play-Doh. And then she goes, you doing a podcast? And I said, I told you that. I told you that too. <laughs> you done went to Disney World, Peppa Pig, but it's like her memory, like, yeah. just so you know. <laughs> you said you had it. I was like, how do you know? Hey guys, it's shout out break time. We wanted to give our love and support to our lovely socially Chrissy. She provides video creation, editing, and social media management services to boost your brand and business through creative video content. If you would love these services done, check out our girl at sociallychrissy.com. That is S-O-C-I-A-L-L-Y-C-H-R-I-S-S-Y.com. That's sociallychrissy.com. 
All of her information will also be down below in our description or in our bio so you can get her information right away. But we're about to close it out, but we actually might. What are we doing part two? Mm -hmm. All right, we're doing part two. And part two will be on our Patreon. And you got to be a subscriber. Get that part two, though. Right? Okay. Yeah. But we would love to say thank you to the lovely Socially Christy for coming in today. I'm your host, May. Do you have anything to say before we go? Just make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Okay. And make sure you follow me at Social Christy on all social platforms. All right. Thanks for coming in. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Elegance of Nay podcast. I'm your host, Nay, and make sure to like, share, and subscribe, and also follow us at the Elegance of Nay podcast. Until next time, see ya.